0: Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Cincinnati, the Bengals UK podcast that even in defeat is upbeat and positive, aren't we Nathan?
1: I feel like this is deja vu because didn't you say it was episode 32 last week?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, thanks for pulling me off on that. I thought I'd gotten away with that. I think it must have been the sheer frustration and anger at losing so badly last week. But, you know, we lost this week again, and it's time for some more group therapy with your resident Bengals UK psychoanalyst. So take a seat on the chaise longue. We're going to put some (laughs) ambient music on. Let yourself drift off. (laughs) Feel and listen to the waves as they crash around your feet. Or don't. It's up to you. Uh, with me uh, tonight in this episode, the front door just slammed, so someone just come in. It's uh, I haven't prepared any of these, so I'm just going to say it's Nathan Palmer. See, Paul. Uh, good evening, everyone. Let me get started by saying, you know,
1: I'm in, a, I'm in a very polite. If you know, I'm in a bit of a somber mood this evening. I, oh, yeah? I thought we had it last night, and I, do you know what? This morning on my commute to work, I was really annoyed because. People? I'm a real mathematicist with stuff like this, and you <laughs> look you? at <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't. I don't quite believe you for some reason. No, I love a bit of stats and stuff. Oh, and okay, I, and I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking to myself: if we just even had one more win under our belt, I reckon we could steal the division. It's that tight. Pittsburgh, they're running is shocking. They have got the Patriots and Next the Saints. They it? ain't winning either of them.
0: No.
1: the Ravens potentially they're the only problem. But I don't think the Browns are going to win. I mean, we've got to play the Browns. So if we literally beat the Browns, which, you know, toss up, yeah. Raiders not a good team. We should take them. I, mean, I know they beat the Steelers last night. But you just think all it would have taken on this shocking run where we've lost five in a row, just one of them to fall the other way. You just sneak one win out. Yeah. And you'd have a genuine chance of that division with six wins. Pittsburgh have only got seven. Six wins? we we got five right you now, You're going to win a
0: division with six wins. Well, no, no, I mean, like, if we're <laughs> six wins right now. Oh, I see. Right, 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 right.
1: But, you know, that's all it would take for us to be I right know. in the hunt. It's so frustrating. And we run, We had them yesterday. We were have better team. You know what I think?
0: Sorry, it's got a bit of a random. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm having to turn off. the volume down a little bit there. <laughs> Bloody
1: hell. I lost one that year already. <laughs> now, why do you think, though? Because I thought we were quite good yesterday. We were the better team.
0: For three quarters. I think. We, well, yeah. yeah the true. first quarter yeah, 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 was. <laughs> I turned it. Because I'd finished. I stuck around and watched the Baltimore Chiefs game, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's a great game, was not it? And just Patrick Mahomes. He's had an animal, that geezer, isn't he? I mean. Him and Tyreek Hill. That. He did a no-look pass, which no-one on this earth has any right to complete. It no. was just incredible. Um, I think they had a fourth and nine or something like that. Yeah. And he and he rolled out to his right. He checked back in and threw it against the grain across the other side of the field. Tyree killed. To, and it was just like, you know, he's one of those players. Poetry emotion. Oh, well, not it's po- he just, just like you don't know what he's going to do next. Yeah, yeah which offense, which is just such an exciting player to watch so I stuck around and watched that and I turned it over and the Chargers were already in the red zone yeah yeah and i think the commentator kind of said when they when they scored on that first possession he said oh, you know i'm I'm not an expert, but uh that looked very easy to yeah, me. <laughs> and first you know, two drives were
1: really reminiscent of that Browns game, weren't they? Where the Browns just literally oh, couldn't just, well be stopped. <laughs>
0: any game in the past 5 yeah, yeah. weeks, you know, just kind of people marching down the field and but then to to his you know, he's taken a lot of flack, but to his credit, Marvin changed some things last night and I think mm. from what I've been reading because again I am no expert, um he went more man in coverage rather than zone, and that seemed to suit them um, a hell of a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in that first that first quarter, you know, the linebackers were non-existent, and it just seems to to me, if this is the case, that they switched to to more man coverage in that second quarter onwards. Man, it's just like the linebackers just can't play zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and they were just missing tackles, missing assignments. Wide open spaces all over the shop. Uh, and then second quarter, it started with that sack on Rivers, I think. Yeah, yeah. When um, Billings and Christian Ringo, who made a few... <laughs> uh, uh, Christian Ringo star, made a few... Uh, you know, he showed up. And yeah, it, yeah. that's all it takes. Like, it just shows you. Like, we saw in the Miami game where just a play on defence, a strip or a fumble or a sack or a, yeah, yeah. an interception, that can just spark something and that looked as though it sparked something, especially on that, I'm talking about defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, all we heard from Bruce Arians on the commentary was, you know, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure how the Bengals are so bad as they are with all the talent on there. But it's true right? though, and isn't it? It's That's totally kind true. of what
1: we've been saying this season because if you look at that talent, there's at least four players on there you could build a defence around in terms of you know, if they were at their best, they're pro bowlers. Dunlap, Geno Atkins, William Jackson... And then you know I hate to say it because it's not really true this season, but perfect. You know,
0: ex-pro bowler. Like if he was playing,
2: yeah. At that but level, I think I think to be honest, I think that ship sailed. Perfect <laughs> is
0: it? Is in the rearview mirror, shall yeah. we say?
1: And then you can argue someone like West Dinard is a good player not a pro bowler. Carl player. Lawson, yeah, Lawson. But that's what I mean, like. You got three players on that defense that a lot of teams would probably, you know, be shipping you out second and first round picks for. Mm. There's no reason they should be almost dead last, yeah, um, as they are in pretty much every category of
0: defense. Well, as soon as that that sack happened, you know, Dunlap was, yeah, yeah, was yeah. on it. He was making tackles. Velocity was batting yeah, passes Dun, had down. A really good game, Dunlap. Really Do you know, good game. Atkins was like slamming into people. Yeah, Nick yeah. Vigil was playing well. Yeah. The safeties were playing really well. Dinard and yeah, yeah. uh Jackson seemed to have apart from the odds pass you know two very good wide receivers yeah yeah in their pockets and suddenly there was like there was real energy about them yeah I no, definitely really. and it was really great to see you know obviously too little too late this season or well almost 90% too little, too late, I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it was
0: actually like, okay, here we go. This yeah, is the yeah. team that we, we thought they were. Against the a very good team Allegedly. on the
1: road. Yeah. Against, well, a team that's won 10 games already now, on the road in LA, on the West Coast, you know, tough situation. I mean, no one expected. The Bengals were 10 to 1 yeah. going into that game, which is, you know, is pretty much as long a odds as you'll see yeah. on a two-team um, you know a two-team game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we, I thought we were the better team. I thought it was frustrating at the end because I was like, you know, it felt of the Bengals a bit where they really put up a good fight but they just didn't have the clinical ability to just be like, you know what, we're going to all take this game by the scruff of the neck and win it. And well, like, we were the better team and we had so many opportunities. I mean, yeah. you look at so many like things that were like, just through our grasp, like... The um, Jeff Driscoll touchdown that wasn't... Shocking call. Yeah, shocking call. Well,
0: it, it probably, you know... If it was called the other rules. way on the field, like if yeah. they
1: called it no touchdown, he's short, yeah. I could have understood him not overturning it to a touchdown. But the fact they ruled it as a touchdown on the field and then felt they had overwhelming or undisputable evidence to overturn it, I was not giving it that. He wasn't giving it up. No. He
0: was diving in for the end zone. Also, his know?
1: knee was so close to being over anyway, even if he was giving himself yeah. up. Yeah, so, that was very harsh. And then, again, like, you know, Marvin's going to go for it on the six-inch line, and then Billy Price gets called for a full start. And it was Redmond or Hart, actually. Maybe, yeah, yeah, and then they have to kick the field goal. So that's frustrating. Then there was the 51-yard field goal that Bullock could have kicked, which when we were down by five, and they elected to go for it. And then, again, there was another full start penalty. We had to punt. So you end up thinking, God, that's a massive missed opportunity. And then the two-point conversions that we tried twice and missed. Yeah, and Negi'ser knocking a fifty-nine-yard field goal. That's well, ridiculous. A, a, isn't it? Undrafted rookie, that guy. Yeah, and he yeah. comes on twenty seconds left in the half. You just hold him there at the end. We probably would have won that
0: game. Well, I do, just so frustrating. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, as 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 better as we were against the Chargers, who I thought were fairly average. Actually, I know they're that missing had a bad, some the
1: office, Didn't they? Yeah,
0: but they seem to me. Again, looking at the Chiefs, they're quite exotic in their kind of lineups and formations yeah, yeah. and motions and shifts and all the rest of it. Whereas the Chargers didn't look pretty vanilla to me. Yeah, I thought they did. They've got a pretty much kind of stay in the pocket passer, who's yeah. very good, very good at what he does. But I think that probably suited um, uh, the the Bengals actually to play yeah, against yeah. a team that doesn't do too many quarterback runs and RPOs and all the rest because yeah, 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 that yeah. confuses the hell out of them yeah, yeah yeah so i think that's why we did quite well against the the charges offense defensively but you're right as go- as good as we were last night there was some there was still some huge amounts of indiscipline that really cost us you know the penalties are getting a bit mad the penalties are just like it's kind of on time on script every week oh look there's Bobby Hart doing something there's Redmond Redmond two penalties for him one down on the one yard line that cannot happen no can't a false start on fourth and whatever you know know, what a false start another thing
1: another thing we did is when we went for it early in the third quarter and people have accused Marvin Lewis of being far far too conservative in his game management yeah Going for it. I mean, at the time I was like, Ooh, go on then, like, you know, when it was fourth and one inside our own 40, at the start of the third quarter when you're still well in the game. Yeah. And, you know, and they're handing it off three or four yards behind the line of scrimmage to
0: Mixon who just got eaten. That was a rank bad call by Laser. Yeah, I think, you know. Yeah, it sneak I, all day, was everyone abs- was saying it. You, absolutely... Yeah. Uh, I was da- totally down with the call yeah. by Marvin to get it, but I wasn't down with the play call no, by Laser. No, no. It's kind of like, come on, man! Yeah, yeah. You know, you're ha- like you say, you're handing it up to a guy who's who's got to make three yards to get to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. defense is expecting a short yardage, yeah. big boy situation or
1: QB sneaks. So you just stack the line. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So it's just like, what are you doing? So there are these things. And actually, you know, it was good to see Marvin go for it on so many um, fourth downs, but I think he actually went a bit too crazy last night.
1: gung-ho, didn't he, the geezer.
0: um I think that's probably des- sheer desperation. He's reading Twitter. You're egg- you Well, if he is. He's reading Joe I, Goodbury on Twitter, I, you know, just saying for go
1: for it on fourth down, do this, do but that. But, you know, that's fair enough,
0: you know. It's yeah, like,
1: I'm not sh- I don't know. I'm still a little bit... I. I'm if I was a play caller I'd be quite conservative not really conservative there was like the fourth down and I probably wouldn't have gone for it but at the time I was like yeah go on
0: yeah I think we're all in that situation there's nothing to lose shock to nothing
1: especially where we are at this point in the season when to be honest I mean yesterday we did play much better on defence but if you're on offence you've almost got to reluctantly admit to yourself we're probably better off Trying to keep hold of the ball because
0: yeah. we can't stop them, you know. Well, in the, but yesterday was different. Yeah. We were stopping them, yeah, yeah. And so you don't have to be as gung ho. You can trust the defense a little bit more, yeah, yeah. And I actually disagreed with going for that first two point conversion because there yeah. was so, so much long time left. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, and of course we don't get it. We don't kick that field goal or at least attempt that field goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, which means we absolutely have to get. Will go for that second two point conversion, puts us in a bit of a spot. Yeah, yeah. And another thing, I'm going to have to have a moan about. I'm trying to get all the moany stuff out of the way first. Um, you know, situational football again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the last twenty seconds of that first That's half, I was um, a disgrace. unbelievable. Yeah, most yeah. teams would just rock, like you know, draw play.
1: Just yeah. draw, play, let the clock run out. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that no one would attempt anything more than that. We didn't give them good field position. It was about the twenty-eight yard line. We, I think they only had one timeout for them to be able to score from there. And and that was on a penalty. Yeah. That was on a defensive yeah, offside right. that yeah. gave them the extra bit of yardage. Yeah, to just be absolutely, all right, we're going to have a kick from fifty-nine here. Yeah, you know, and that that's where the, you know there's an element of bad luck to that that geezer banging a fifty-nine yarder outside it wasn't in a but dome were, or anything. Were, an unbelievable other, other
0: kick. things, you know. As I say, we don't. We tried the two-point conversions, but we looked as though we'd never attempted a two-point conversion. No, I know they were. They were not
1: good plays at all. I, I mean, the they second one was, like...
0: you know, it was a bit of. A, I mean, who gets sacked on a, yeah, a two-point no, no, conversion? No, yeah. You got to get the ball out quick and fast, and a yeah, little yeah. cheeky slant. Little cheeky slant. A little cheeky. A bit of cheeky. You know, you fling it out to the outside and do a bit of a dazzle. as you well, do no, it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just a little shimmying in, bam, biff, bosh. Get Get John, John Ross. That's all he does. at well. Well, we'll come on to um, Jonathan Ross in a moment. Jonathan Ross. Um, yeah, and and just the situation of football. We we looked awful during those uh, two point conversions, the last twenty minutes of the first half, and also the last twenty odd seconds. As I think there was a penalty as well, wasn't there? That yeah. set us back on that final drive. I mean, you mm. want to give Driscoll with his arm. A a chance to fling it down the field, you yeah, know, for one last hurrah, yeah, 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 yeah. But penalty, they couldn't snap the ball quick yeah, enough, it and it's just bit, like, oh, yeah. come on, man, and th- you know, I so. think being
1: positive for a second, I was really impressed by Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, I've been really impressed with him. He, he's got a very interesting sort of like you can tell he played baseball. Yeah, he's got an interesting sort of motion that's a little bit more like a pitcher's motion almost. Um, I've been impressed with CJ Azuma. Uzama, Uzuma, I don't yeah, know how you pronounce Uzuma. that. Mixon was
0: very good. He had a Sorry, good game yesterday. rewind, rewind, bows. <laughs>
1: He played well. I don't. I still don't rate him as a top 10 you running are back. You're the Mixon train. No, I'm not on it. But how I, can you not be? I, I'm, I'm admiring it from afar, <laughs> but I'm not on it. You're like you're he's like still like watching I still, TV. I still don't think you can make me a convincing argument he's a top 10 running back. And everyone talks oh, about him like on, he is. Man. I could name you 10 running backs better than Mixon go on then I'll do it next week <laughs> let me do my research there's no way he's a top 10 running I back I think mixon he's a been... top 16 running back
0: I disagreed with the Bengals selecting me in the draft because of his yeah, shenanigans yeah, yeah. at college shenanigans um, but I think the, especially the last couple of weeks I think he's been terrific yes I agree with you absolutely I do terrific. think he's
1: played well I'm not taking that away from him yeah. um, and he looks with at... a dreadful line as well well I mean, exactly you, but if, if we had a good line you wonder what he could do with
0: you know I actually didn't in protection. I didn't think they did too bad yesterday because you're no, up against Joey true. Bosa.
1: Yeah, true. Again, and Melvin Ingram, yeah, two yeah.
0: premier pass rushers, and that, you know, yes, there was a couple of sacks, but nothing dreadful. No, it's the penalties, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing, and you know,
1: that, some of those penalties, you're giving up five yards here, five yards there. That's almost the equivalent of a sack in some situations. But
0: we were on first down. This is such makes such a difference. We're getting six, seven yards yeah, on the first down. Yeah, brilliant. And that is what you want. Yeah. And Mixon is doing that and he looks up for it. He look, mm. he's carry, If Dunlap is the sort of energetic leader yeah. on yeah, defence yeah, yeah. with his fist bumps and his little gambles... And his little and, rolls over, yeah. I love those. Mm. Um, Mixon is that energetic driving force on the offence. You can tell. Yeah, he's definitely got the passion. I still no think he's like a bit erratic personality-wise. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, but I think as he gets older and more mature that will calm down. But he's he's definitely... Uh, he's I playing he's well. I've got now. a
1: question for you on the subject of um, characters on offence and yeah. defence. Do you think we're lacking a real leader in the clubhouse? Because in the past we had obviously on offence Whitworth... And in the past, you, you've had Domitar Pecco and people like that that have been real sort of veteran leaders in the clubhouse. I, and I, I, I'm starting to think, because I think Burfick's lost the locker room, I think. Well, I think, I think I he's think... not got the same sway that he had when it was Gunther if, and he was like Gunther's yeah. golden boy. And I'm looking at that deal Well, he was a good player
0: then as well, to yeah. be fair.
1: I just don't. <laughs> I don't know if. I don't think. Uh, Gino Atkins and Carlos Dunlap are great
0: players, but I don't know if either one of them strikes me as a
1: leader. Well, I
0: there's I think, a big difference. I think there's uh, there's. Various different kinds of leader, really. Um, People who shout and scream and holler, Mm. and 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 kind of get people to fall in line, or people that lead by example. Yeah, but you sometimes need someone to sort of like bring you around,
1: like a Whitworth Pecco type character. But we just don't know what what they were like in the
0: dressing room. And I think this whole leader thing is sometimes overblown. I don't know. I disagree. I really do. I disagree with you. And I think it's a, I think it's a bit of a fan excuse shall we say to look at that kind of thing no because I think I
1: think you underestimate how important motivation is and if you've got a guy out there that's a clever
0: football player that's been around the league for a while yeah, and you've got a we lot have, of,
1: we've got one of the youngest teams in the NFL
0: but we have those though we have Gino we have AJ Green we have Andy they're not Dalton. leaders though
1: but, Dalton, Dalton, Dalton it does not but strike define, me as a leader what does
0: it define a leader then someone that has got
1: good knowledge experience and that can motivate players and sort of you know, bring something to the table in an active way to sort of get the more out of I others. Think, I and I don't think, 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 I think AJ Green is a model professional. I think Andy Dalton's a model professional. I think Gino Atkins and Carlos Dunlap are model professionals. I don't think they're leaders. I think they're very good players so that, to, are, that are squeaky clean, that play at a high standard. They don't strike me as people that are like G and people up in the locker room putting their arm around someone's shoulders going, come on son, I want you to see, you know, come on Hardy Nickerson, you got this today. I, yeah, it just doesn't strike me as I think, someone like, I that. I think they
0: they do do that but what I think mm. I think that leadership is down to charisma a lot of the time. Yeah, I agree. And if you're trying to ally the two were well, ally Andy Dalton with charisma that doesn't work for me no. he, like you said he's a, he a like Philip Rivers guy. is
1: the epitome of a guy that's going to he's got a bit of lead. swagger he's, swagger, he's going to get the best out of his team and he has done for a long time well, I, I,
0: th- I think as Mixon matures I think that will come in he's got charisma he's got energy he's desperate to do well like, he's he's, he's lost of he's, there's lots of fist pumps and you saw how he reacted when AJ scored that but last that, ditch that, that just
1: because he's got passion doesn't mean he's a leader though
0: no but I say I think he's getting there I think people look up to him because he is making things happen he's almost carrying the offence on his own at the moment
1: yeah I, would, I don't disagree with that you know that. so
0: I think I think that's when people start to become leaders when they start to really dig deep and think right I'm going to carry this team on my back Mm. and he's doing that at the moment so I think he will, I think if he's not already I think he will do
1: yeah, I mean, what I'm saying, you sort of feel like you want like a J.J. Watt type character. Do you know what I mean? He's one of those guys that you know is giving 200. You basically every want play.
0: swagger and charisma. That's but, your. But deal.
1: someone that gets more out of others that you know is literally yeah. on that field. That because he's a good talker, but that's a good motivator that you feel like like with a football team can captain yeah. the team can really like get everyone together. Especially when you're on a five game losing streak, you want someone to put their hand up and be like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get the best out of these people. And I sometimes question whether because Geno Atkins is renowned as being a very quiet. Passive individual doesn't like speaking to the media, but then I, th- I would ar- say a lot.
0: I would argue that he does lead by example, and we don't know what he says in the locker room. No, I know you know, we don't know what he's like, but in they the don't lo- strike me
1: room. that, yeah, especially on offense, it doesn't strike me I as think like Dunlap you know, Whitworth does. was the sort of guy that any team would want in their locker room, absolutely.
0: And you see how he's a talker, how much he's, he's strong, uh, yeah, he, yeah, you
1: know, he leads by example both professionally and in terms of his ability. And he was the type of guy that not only from, you know, just a great left tackle standpoint that you you really want in a situation like that. Because we've got a lot of young players on this team. That's the other thing. We're one of the youngest teams in the NFL. And you do need some of those veterans that we've had in the past. Even, I'm not saying Pac-Man Jones is an example of a leader, but he's someone, again, who's got a lot of charisma, a lot of experience. He's made some mistakes you know Domitar Pecco is a very very good example everyone loves him everyone loves him in Denver he's a spiritual leader yeah. and we have lost a lot of those players over the years
0: Yeah I think you're probably right um but I would also say you know I think we've got different types of leader in that locker room mm. now whether we need someone a bit more of a talker only the team knows because i say we're not we're not privy to no, what agree. goes yeah, in yeah. the locker room but yeah out on the field from what can we can see it, and press conferences and and locker room interviews you know yes perhaps we do perhaps yeah, yeah. we do um, let's talk about more positives though we talked about Mixon uh, who else impressed you yesterday Tyler Boyd I think <coughs> every week comes out and plays a good
1: game uh, he didn't do anything necessarily splashy yesterday but he has amazing hands mm. and uh, you know when he, a guy like him steps up with AJ Green out and he's getting their number one wide receipt um, cornerback on him week in week out he, he's been fantastic yeah um, it's good to see Gio get a little bit more involved. I think Bill Lazor played a really good game yesterday. I know yeah. there was a questionable call on the fourth down and the two-point conversions and, you know, a bit on the game management. But when you're running an offense with a, a pretty awful offensive line, a backup quarterback, A.J. Green out, yeah. Tyler Eifert out, to run the charges as close as he did, we have got a pretty good defense with Bosa yeah. and Ingram yeah. and the likes, I think he did a very good job. I think he, he's getting Driscoll to play... A fairly basic game plan, but an effective one. He's, he gave the ball to Mixon yesterday. You know, people yeah. been complaining why you're not giving the ball to Mixon, why you're not throwing it to him. You know, Mixon had about twenty five touches yesterday. Yeah. So and he, it worked. Which is what everyone he was played screaming well. for, Yeah. Right? And he played so, very well. I've got a lot of credit for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was just impressed. Yes, I agree. Um I like Driscoll. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to me to have like the touch on the short passes. Yeah, but I think again, Bruce Arians said it last night. He looks really good, chucking the ball like into the intermediate level, sort of ten, fifteen, twenty yards down the field. Yeah, uh, he did try one deep ball that was overthrown yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I think he's as good as we we kind of you know expected him to be, maybe better. Yeah, I think- but he's not. He's obviously he's. he's I don't. I still don't think we can expect too much from him. He's almost running a backup preseason offense,
1: though, isn't he? If he yeah, if you not saw quite. It, There's a lot of starters out there. Yeah, but but I know he, what you mean. If he had Green out there, i out there, and Whitworth at left tackle per se, yeah. you'd like to see if he could sort of rip it loose a bit.
0: Well, who knows? Who knows? Um,
1: but I think that at the very minimum, we've got a
0: backup quarterback. One hundred percent. There's absolutely. no doubt about and, and that. And someone that you would not have no. any qualms no, about no, no, putting no. into a game if Dalton absolutely not you know um, or whoever our new starting QB is going to be next year there's a controversial comment there but massively um, okay let's have a little ad break this is the
2: Bengals UK Count service. Please do not listen to this recording when you're driving and or operating heavy machinery. We're here to help you feel good about yourself. Accept being a Bengals fan and love the team you support. Allow yourself to begin to appreciate the possibility of relaxing deeply and calmly, and just let the eyes close and feel yourself drift into a cocoon of orange and black tranquility. Imagine yourself on the field at Paul Brown's stadium. The soft artificial grass tickling your toes. A warm breeze wafting up from the Ohio River. As you look around you see fans in the stadium, shouting and screaming as you take the field. And you feel relaxation drift all around you, lapping gently around your muscles and your whole body, from your head right down into your toes, via your genitals. Stephen A. Smith is ranting and raving in a media box somewhere, but I want you to banish this negativity and put him in a box and shut the lid. Focus on the green turf, the orange and black, and the big, fast, smiling face of Vante's. Perfect. Any of the good old times are still there from anything that you've experienced, and that's fine. It really is. But the real thing that your unconscious mind needs to learn, and really learn, is that good feelings from good actually come from inside you and therefore will be there again in the future as long as we don't play the Steelers in play.
0: Well, I hope you're all suitably relaxed after that. Uh, remember, uh, Bengal's UK, uh, group therapy psychological services are for higher very reasonable prices. Um, no no well. Nathan, you can see yourself as a smooth talking hypnotherapist. I don't think your cockney I don't think my tones... voice is quite
1: soothing enough, really. Try
0: try it. try a few Cockney hypnotherapy lines. Cockney
1: hypnotherapy? Yeah,
0: like um, Say, uh, this is going to be really relaxing, and you can see yourself on a secluded beach.
1: I can't, I can't do it on the spot. I can't do You're it. you right, know, I'll put you on the spot. No, i can
0: not. I, you put me, you give me stage fright here, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, another positive thing before we get to our correspondences, unless there's anything else you want to talk to about the uh, uh, Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. Chi- do you want to talk about Chicago? It's a lovely place. Just <laughs> tell right me, here, right here. I hear?
1: Well, I hear. I. I think. Anything else? You've
0: gone. Your mind's gone. What is my going on? Blank. You've literally given me uh, given stage me my, fright. My the collie gone. wobbles. The bends. My brain has gotten the jelly. Right. Okay. Let's. Um. Let's. We need to say a very. Uh, quick thank you to Tom McDowell. I got home this evening and there was an envelope waiting for me and I thought well, this is exciting, except. Um, I mean, it was addressed, it was, to the letter, to Paul and Nathan. Power couple. Care of the sewing room. <laughs> and we're thinking, I'm thinking, who the hell is this? First of all, how's he got my address for a start, which is slightly worrying. But, um, um, and then I open the car and it's got, I will put it on, we'll put it on the, the twittles and um, it's got Houdé Houdé and a, and a tiger-striped Santa Claus on the cover to Paul and Nathan, Merry Christmas from Tom McDowell. There you go. Thank How you for that, How amazing Tom. is Cheers, that? son. That's our hour, and I say hour. I know Nathan got here early again tonight because he's been out buying his his, uh, his partner, Rosie, uh, her birthday present, so um we wish Rosie a very happy birthday what a lucky woman eh' what a know, lucky being, well, you, I, I, walking it all the way I've down seen the present, the present and I'm not garden. sure she's that lucky to be <laughs> honest but <laughs> a <B&Q voucher>. <laughs> <laughs> and cube voucher and some tiger striped lingerie yeah. for some for those lonely winter evenings oh, um but yes, happy birthday, Rosie have a good one um but yeah. I mean, we now we now we're, now, no, we're now item, now known official, as Paul and Nathan. We're not individuals, we're an a couple. Official item now. Exactly. So if you want
1: to send your uh, your um, Christmas cards, you know, send them in.
0: Yeah, that means I'm going to have to give my address out live on air <laughs> to the whole world and I'm not quite uh down well, on it doing NW5
1: that. W5. Yes,
0: that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz you never know what we're going to get in the post. Um so yeah, that that's all fun, isn't it? it is it the lead up to Christmas? Have you sent you? Speaking of letters, have you sent your letter to Santa Claus, Nathan?
1: No, I don't even know this year.
0: You don't even know. I'm so
1: behind. Like, it's, I've not even got Rosie's birthday away yet, let alone any. I've <laughs> you know, got to, what two weeks to go, aren't we? Two weeks. I just to go. You know, I buy people these days, and it's a bit of a cop out. Oh, it's just no. like flights and like just cheap flights. Ooh. Like I got my old man uh, like, like for his birthday, just a cheap flight to Berlin, just like send to Ipswich. Him. Just send him off. You don't need to package it up. You don't need to go and get it. <laughs> you you just lazy bang in, like... mofo, but, mate. It's a good idea. Like if you like, for example, is a good present. Like, actually,
0: like that I don't know. Like... can you buy gifts through like well-known discount airlines these days? Can you? <laughs> well, you can buy like vouchers for Ryanair. And other discount airlines oh, like, are easy, available. Yeah. Obviously, this yeah. <laughs> is like a
1: paid promotion. Yeah,
0: it? yeah. No, it's not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, I can that. send. I can I I've can been sending you Paul if you want. Ever you can send since. you like Bucharest or every, something for the weekend, <laughs> one-way ticket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, what have you, are you going to buy each other a present? Do you think? I think we should, shouldn't we? We should. Also, our limit, well, I was at limit, Tenner. Wow, I was like, yeah, fifteen. <laughs> you can afford. You own your own company now, so you can afford these <laughs> things. <so. laughs> yeah, yo, yo, you'd think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> Well, uh speaking of Christmas and pre- well we will buy a present for each other. We'll have to open it live on air. Yes, that's right.
1: And well, you um, might um, you might actually get you a one way flight to Bucharest. Oh my god. If you do that. But you'd have to go though. I would. And uh, then you can get cheap flight. I'd like to you on a
0: Wednesday. Nathan like if, a cold if... Wednesday in February. That's great. It's like it's like the equivalent of being posted to Siberia, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um Yeah, I mean I'd be up for that. As long as there's a return ticket, I wouldn't mind. But oh, what's the budget? What you in Oh, <laughs> today.
2: But... <laughs> oh, mate.
0: But yeah, I mean, um, speaking of presents, uh, we've spoken about letters and presents and cards. We are, uh, next week will be the perfect opportunity to swap presents. Um, uh, because we are doing our bumper Christmas episode next week. Um, And I've got some stuff planned for it. I hope it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm dreading it, to be honest. Don't worry, there's no (laughs) singing from you involved. There
1: will be. There'll be There'll... There'll be something awful that you put in uh, well,
0: now you've said it, I'm gonna have to think of something oh, ridiculous my. for you to well, if do. If you that. get if you if
1: you do, then I'll just get you an awful present for next week.
0: <laughs> well, no, this is this is when we're gonna be have to open our presents, all right, next week. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm telling you, if there's anything bad, all right, I'm gonna okay. preempt it. <laughs> all right. And if anybody's got any ideas for Nathan's presents that I can buy him, please give me a shout. Um... Right, let's get to your correspondences. Uh, I was going to say, do tune in next week because uh, I, I think we'll probably try and keep the Bengals chat to a minimum, right? Because we gonna turn the Raiders over in a huge, yeah, but... in a
1: huge win. The Steelers are going to lose again. Ravens are going to lose rounds are going to lose and all of a sudden people are going to start chattering about us we're sneaking gonna, the division we're going to sneak the division we're going to cancel the, uh, the
0: cancel the uh cancel the uh bum edition pod we're not we're not <laughs> i put so much work into it you're not cancelling anything but um right let's get to your correspondences um Shawnee at Shawnee 01 and i say in that ridiculous voice because there's lots of ease on the end of the shawn Although the two-point, and this has got people talking, right? The the two-point conversions, we mentioned it earlier. Um, Although the two-point conversions were failures, should we be happy that the coaching staff are showing aggressiveness and going for it instead of playing it conservative? And then on the flip side, uh, VB at Von Blade. Solid handle. uh, Always kick the PAT. Draft Lyman, who aren't false starting turnstiles. What? Simplest of all, give the ball to the incredibly talented RB, and so the two flip sides. I I kind of agree with Von Blair. I've got no problem with them going for it on fourth down at all. But if you you've you've, you've uh, incurred a penalty inside the one that pushes you back five yards, mm. then you kick, you know, a field goal. Yeah, I, I think you kick PATS. Because there's still plenty of time. Left. The way the defense is playing, yeah, you have a chance in that game.
1: I think for me, if I was a coach, I'd always keep the extra point, and I, I would go for it on fourth down if it was within a yard, maybe two, depending on where you are on the field. But I, yeah. I, I when I see coaches sometimes going for it, you know, on the thirty or thirty-yard line where you could take a sort of late forty-yard field goal. I'm never sure about that because even if you convert it, you're not guaranteed to get a touchdown out of it. You could still end up having to settle for a field goal. So uh, to me, you know, I'd probably be kicking field goals most of the time and Mm. taking the extra point. I I, I don't think two-point conversions convert nearly as often as they should. No.
0: I really don't. No, I don't like them. They give me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. We're certainly not good at them, you know. Well, I think that's fairly evident after last night. but, But, you know, again, you have to mitigate it with the fact that we've got a backup QB there yeah. you know he probably I don't know whether he's practised any who knows yeah um, yeah. Dean Owen Jones at word sherbet solid handle I just want to bath Driscoll Dalton our situational play calling execution is horrible there were sparks of hope that lost TD was a horrible call special teams SMDH what does that mean shake my, my damn head right okay um Mixon, excellent day putting money where his mouth is, trying to carry the entire team. Richard Dixon at Lord Rixendale. Solid handle. Instead of talking about the Bengals, can't we just laugh at the Steelers instead? <laughs> well, you know, that's, I think that's an everyday. We cursed
1: thing. ourselves at the start of the season laughing at the Steelers. We did. We, yes, we that were absolutely bathing, like rolling around in the mud like a, like a disgusting pig. Pigs are not disgusting, No, though. they are. They're nice animals. They're very but...
0: clean animals. Yeah, but they apparently. love a roll in the mud, though, and that was us. Awesome. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> um, Peter Dadswell at Dadders. Um, just as Eli Manning has said, it's taken till now for the Giants to realise their offence runs through Saquon Barkley, so the Bengals should wake up and realise their offence runs through Mixon. Did we start to see a glimpse of that realisation against the Chargers? Hashtag all aboard! It's no no I, so use Con asking. Barkley's a much better running back than Mixon. No use asking
1: you about Mixon. I, I rate Mixon. He's playing well. I still don't think he's. I, he still has not convinced
0: me he's a top 10 running back. So you're basically watching telly, right? And great Mixon Railway Journeys of the World is on <laughs> with Griffith Jones, right? On BBC Two on Sunday evening about six o'clock. Yep. And you're just watching it going, that's a nice train. I'm saying that's a nice don't train. Really and and I've, I've got
1: my eyes on the TGV what's the TGV that really fast French train you know There's, it's more is exciting it? trains out there than the Mixon Express is there yeah wow. Japanese bullet trains like your Saquon Barclays wow. Saquon Barclays on a different so, planet are, are we... so is Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott? yes S- So's Todd Gurley yes all different planets to Mixon different railway systems different wa- railway like, we're comparing they're like the Elizabeth in. line
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Mixon's like the central line you know not bad not bad on time on time quite
0: fast but, but quite sweaty. busy <laughs> <I'm> sweaty <laughs> um, Duncan Eden uh, at Slam Dunk the Funk hello Solid Duncan uh, well that wasn't as bad as I predicted lots of rumours about Hugh replacing Marvin I hope not what do you guys think when is point. our group next? Next group therapy session? Well, it is now. This is it. I'm afraid, Duncan. Have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were expecting Sorry to more. let you
1: down. That's a good point. What do you? What do you? I'll let you go first. What I do know. you think about the whole head coaching situation? Because I know it's a bit of a complex. Well,
0: here's thing here's and... here's here's a thing. Here's a question. I'll, I'll answer your question with a question. Love it. Right. If you wasn't an assistant to Marvin, an executive assistant mm. to Marvin, would Marvin have gone? For the, all those fourth downs last night, or is it Hugh's influence? Going, do you know what? Just do it. Do yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good shout. That's a good. That's a good point. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Who knows? I Who knows, don't right? know. Yeah, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good. Because Hugh is a point, genuinely though. quite a positive guy, right? And yeah. Anyway, whatever. In terms of head coaching, no, no. I don't think
1: anyone could possibly sit there and. I mean, Hugh Jackson was a good offensive coordinator. I think he's regarded in a lot of circles as being a good offensive mind, but. Again, it's like you, it doesn't necessarily translate to being an, a great coach. I mean, you're talking about a guy that you know took the Oakland Raiders over, made a lot of aggressive, you know, very aggressive trades. That the Raiders almo- almost never recovered from giving up that first and That's second right. for Palmer, which is great for us. Yeah, great for us. But you know, eight and eight, then he got fired after that season, which was quite harsh. Yeah, because he did he actually the have track. the Raiders go, and they were quite an aggressive team that year, yeah. they looked quite good. Came back to us, was great as offensive coordinator, very, very, very good. Got the best out of Dalton, you know, played some great football. Went to Cleveland completely. Not only did he have a very, very bad performance in Cleveland, he rubbed everyone up the wrong way. Yeah, which is weird for Hugh. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you could look at Baker Mayfield and, you know, that guy, Randall, the guy that, you yeah, handed yeah. in the ball. Obviously, didn't you know? Turn anyone up the right way. He's come back to Cincinnati. We haven't won a game since he's been back. So to well, install him as head I coach, mean, is I, just, it just I mean, I don't,
0: like... I don't think you know you can judge him on his return to Cincinnati in this spell because he's no, an assistant. He's not. He certainly hasn't plays, given plays, them, them not... a spark, has he? I mean, well, it, they it, did on Sunday.
1: Yeah, but I think, I think to be completely honest with you, my opinion on it is is it would be the biggest spit in the face of the fans if you gave it to Hugh Jackson because every single Bengals fan has endured 16, 17 years of. Marvin whether you like Marvin or you don't like him or you got respect for him or whatever it's time for a change. Everyone's ready for a change. A Hugh Jackson is just Marvin Lewis, but 10 years younger. In terms of what he personifies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. It's the Bengals. It's the, it's like the Randy Bullocks of the world. And it's like with the rumours coming out about, you know, Jay Gruden could come back. The Bengals would always rather know that they've got something average to below average, but know exactly what it is. Safe, basically. Just know that it's average and know what they're getting rather than take a risk on something yeah. being potentially fantastic or potentially diabolical. Yeah. And yeah. you can't you know, the fan base wants some excitement, they want some free agency signings, they want a new coach, they want a new approach, they want a new scheme, they want you know, new ideas. And I just Hugh Jackson, you know, he's been around the team, he was where with Chad o- Ch- Chad Johnson was there. Uh, what, say that again? He was there when Chad. But yeah, he was and knocking Chad around oh, 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 oh. he was knocking around when Chad Ocho Cinco was there. Mm. And I just think people want someone outside the organisation, like they've done in the past with Mike Zimmer. You know, they they brought him in from outside off of Atlanta's coaching stuff. They brought in Jay Gruden from the Canadian Football League. And it was a new approach and it worked. Yeah. And I think, like with Marvin, they poached him off the Ravens. You're better off going out there and saying, who's out there, you know, look at the Chiefs coordinators, look at the Rams coordinators, who can we bring in? young fresh face and just give him a crack I think it would be a disaster if Hugh was in I think it. I, I think the attendances next year would be diabolical yeah
0: I agree and, that, and this is the, this is the this is the key actually you have to re-energise the fan base oh you have to and it's pretty evident this year even when we were winning that stadium was, was yeah, completely half, agree. half full three quarters full at the most mm. now it's half full at best um, which is a bit embarrassing really let's yeah. face it uh, actually, it probably makes the chances of them coming over next year for a home game uh, more well, likely. That, so kind of good that, for us. That's but a good point. Yeah, I would like to see, like you're saying, I would like to see. It just it just feels to me when you look around the league and you see the Sean McVays of this world, you see you know young guys coming into coaching, like Mike Rabels and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and they're doing well. Um, I just think we need new energy in that building. I really do. And I, I you know, I just, I think Marvin is a very conservative coach. Um, I think he's a good coach. Again, I'm not dissing him. I've got all the respect in the world for Marvin. I like him. I like him as a guy. I think he's a really good coach of players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so good as a head coach in, in game management. Yeah. But he's done a good job. Yeah. But we just need new energy, I think. And going. S- to someone like you, that familiarity, mm. um, like you were saying, I, I think the fans would be really angry. Yeah. Um, I like Hugh as well. I think he's a yeah. really good coordinator, but he just he just doesn't seem to have proved it in a head coaching no. capacity. And like you were saying earlier, the weird thing about the... Because I expected him in Cleveland to do okay. Yeah. But actually, be quite liked by the fans because he's a likable guy. But yeah. quite the opposite, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it will be Hugh. Of course, you it will. You think it will? You actually think? I it think. Will. It, I think it's seventy percent that it's Hugh because because Mike Brown loves familiarity. It's the easy option. He's there. He doesn't have to poach anyone from anywhere. He doesn't have to do anything. The the guy's there in the building right now.
1: uh, Do you know what it is as well? It's Hugh Jackson (laughs) knows the limitations of the Brown organisation and family. And I think he knows what he'd work with. And I think Mike Brown's worries, he he brings in a Sean McVay style character, which is what everyone seems to, you know fallen after at the moment. That's what they want. Yeah. Yeah. He's just Sean McVeigh cloned. If you bring someone like that in and you're, you know, this young, exciting, offensive, defensive mind, and you come to interview at the Bengals, I wouldn't be taking that job. Because I don't think the Bengals would let you do what you want, if Mm. that makes sense. There's going to be so many limitations on spend and on, you know, trading up in drafts. And, you know, we all want these aggressive trades. We want people, you know, moving up and down in the draft order, signing big money-free agents, being quite aggressive with the roster management, you know, making deals on deadline day. Really lots of going out there trying to make... Things better after so many years of sort of, you know, just sort of complacency, and I just think if you're a coach coming in, I don't think your best bet as a coach for success is with the Bengals. They've got some good players, but I think you're going to be
0: seriously hamstrung by the organisation. let's let's not end on a positive. I mean, a negative note, but yeah, Mm. I mean, these are well discussed um, uh, points, aren't they? Uh, Duncan Price at Dastardly Duncan. Hello, Duncan. Quality handle. Um, right, which vets have got to go at the end of the season? Oh, Johnson choice. is a big candidate, maybe Ray too. Uh, Vinnie Ray, I'm sure that is. Uh, I'm also not sure how much value we're getting out of Kirkpatrick, but I know he's signed for longer, so not sure of what would be on the hook for in terms of guarantees. Also, like him, though I do, for, this is blasphemous, for what Huber... And the team, to be honest, has done this year. I'm not sure how we can justify $2.6 million on a punter. We've got a ton of picks. Take a seventh-round punter and save that salary. Some fighting talk from DD there. Um, I don't think we should go into this now. We no, need. Great. We uh, let's have a. Let's put the question out on Twitter. Which vets would you like to keep? We can do it in our kind of state of the nation. How to change the Bengals episode?
1: Because we've got to do our thing, haven't we? When we get ten our minutes, apprentice
0: age. style. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, pitches. Yeah. <laughs> ben Wintle at shabba dabba. Uh, <laughs> see, I can't say that without saying it like that. Um, solid handle. Am I losing faith in? Hold on. We need an elite quarterback driscoll was better than i thought but he is not starter material and dalton is a much better imagine if we had taken mahomes instead of ross time to stop pretending we can get by with an average qb and an excellent support cast because it hasn't been there for three years and i'm losing faith in price too we should have taken a linebacker um i disagree with that actually Uh, or do i See, I, again, I go back. I was big on Darius Leonard, and he's been fantastic for the Colts. Um, but he went first round. But we needed a centre. There's no, no I agree. ifs or buts. We needed a centre in that draft, and we got one. Now, Price has done all right this year. He's still sort of learning the trade. He looks a bit iffy sometimes. But I think he's going he's, to be solid. I do uh, think he's going to be solid. I don't know. Solid. I think he could end up being a
1: sort of... But slightly below average, but reliable starter, which is
0: better than Bodine.
1: Yeah, true. Um, true.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's ben. still
1: too early though. It's, it's year one, isn't it? The geezer missed a few games with an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to give him a chance. I think give him next
0: year and then see what we've got. Um, just to follow that up, um, Kieran Adams at Kieran A one two three one five eight eight four. I'm not going to remember that off the top of your head. Um, is it time we look to? The not so far future and draft a QB in the draft. I think he means high in the draft. And I, uh, I've kind of had, or, or I've seen um, a few tweeters mention um, uh, what's his name, Dwayne Haskins from my Ohio State. So I don't know what I said like that, but um, Ohio State. Um, the Ohio State. The Ohio State. Um, who knows? I mean, do I think they will go for a QB early in next year's draft? Nope.
1: They're still, you know, I don't, I don't want them to, and I don't think they will. But one of the reasons I don't think they will is their deal with Dalton actually, compared to what other quarterbacks are getting paid around the league's not bad. But then, from a cost yeah. efficiency standpoint, I think they'll probably keep going with it.
0: I think, I think we need an absolute playmaker in the middle of the park in mm. defense, and I also think we still need our offensive line to be bolstered somehow yeah, either through definitely. free agency like proper free agents yeah. um, but again it's too early man we've got yeah. the Raiders next week well, that's what I mean we've we got all off season to have these, these debates exactly so any uh, the last two uh, the last two episodes um, I've regaled listeners with I've embarrassing regaled. embarrassing stories about my uh, genitalia <laughs> um, I haven't got any stories about that today but you got anything else to say before we wrap this mother up oh, let me
1: think what else can we what else Bengals wise can we delve into Or well, not Bengals wise Or well, not Bengals wise alright just well on the on the topic of the NFL who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? because we're getting S- to that sort of crunch point of the season yeah it's, it's business isn't it
0: mm. um, it's a bit of a crazy week with the Miami miracle that was amazing yeah that was um, amazing Houston losing to the Colts. Fair play to the Colts. Yeah, I mean, year, I think no. uh, who's the who's the dude in charge there? Frank um, Frank Wright. I think it could be coach of the year material. Yeah, or one is certainly in the discussion. Um, I was big on Houston, but we'll see. Um, I think it's pretty obvious with the Chiefs My only worry with the Chiefs is that Mahomes will make a mistake because he does make mistakes. He made one yesterday, didn't he? Quite he did. Yeah, 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 yeah um is that they they they're, they're, they're going to look a million dollars in the regular season and fall at the first hurdle Well, we've seen that before but yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean no, they've I got they just got that feel about them they're, they've lost Kareem it, hunt which i know yeah, but Spencer a very good yeah, he is backup good, yeah, yeah. um i know i still think uh Kansas City from the AFC you, you can't really discount no the the patriots but i tell you one team that i think might and it pains me to say I think the Baltimore Ravens—they're coming. They look. I watched them last night. Yeah. They look a completely different team. Now, how long Lamar Jackson can sustain that kind of—you know—that run running offense? Uh, but they look. He, he just seems to have energized the whole. And I'm not having any discussions about you know whether the Bengals should have taken him. Yeah, I, agree, I just agree. hate those discussions. But he looks as though. They found a, a formula and a scheme that suits him, and he's going to make mistakes too. With that defense and an offense that can actually score points, mm. I mean, they ran Kansas City pretty close. Really, they should have won that game because yeah, yeah. they fumbled in the last, you know, last yeah, minute, yeah, didn't yeah, they, yeah, yeah. to force overtime. So, um, I think the Ravens. But in 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 the NFC, you've got to say, actually, again, someone Look out for the Bears. Don't discount yeah, the Bears. It's true. Uh, but yeah, the Rams and the Saints. Look out for the Cowboys as well. They're playing well at the minute. It's, it's, again, it's 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 all about momentum, isn't it? And I think confidence. Yeah, and... I think
1: the LA Rams are going to win it. Do you?
0: Yeah. Um, if you push me, I think they're me... the
1: best all-round team.
0: I don't. I do The Saints are the best all-round team.
1: Yeah, I think the Rams would do them on defense. I think the Ra- Saints have got a better offense. Yeah, but I think the Rams potentially. You you, you got an, uh, Aaron Donald.
2: But and it is, Dominican yeah. Zoo.
0: But their second is a bit weak and you can yeah. score on them. So I don't know. I think it's sort of wide open. But there's obviously a few, a handful of really good teams. And a few teams just start to come up on the rails who realise that it's now or never. Yeah. On your point about
1: the Ravens, just really quickly, um, I think they're in a really difficult predicament. To be honest because i think they're paying Flacco a fortune i think this is probably
0: going to be his last season with them and i don't who's going to pay money for Flacco? well he's not he's going to become you know well he, he just can't, he can't expect he's coming to the end of his career anyway yeah but you know who who needs a quarterback in the lead someone you know someone's gonna someone's gonna need a quarterback but yes. then you get people like josh allen at the bills who started to play well yeah and they've got a bit I know they lost against the Jets, but you know what Sam Darnold did, he showed flickers of yeah, yeah. Of why he was drafted so high. Um I don't know, it just feels to me that the game's changed a little bit. I know what you mean in terms of quarterbacks playing well. I mean Driscoll's stats. The type have of have the type of good. quarterbacks and what they can do, yeah. you know, they're more there's a lot of younger like Deshaun Watson in, yeah, in Houston, yeah. I think is really good. James Winston's not really proved it. He's a bit erratic. But yeah. do you want a stand in the pocket passer anymore? Is the has the game moved on too much? For I don't those think guys?
1: you want. I mean, this is where I was going with that point. Is I just don't think you want a quarterback like a Lamar Jackson sort of running around all over the shop because there's no way that a quarterback can sustain that. I don't think. I mean, no, I think, agree. Michael I agree. Vick when he came back, you know, he had about a year where he was just fantastic. Robert Griffin that they, they just take too many shots. Even Kaepernick to an extent when he first came into the league he was fantastic he was running all over the shop. but yeah. after a while you just can't sustain that level I mean Jack- Jackson got checked out for a concussion the week before yeah. I think he left the end of this game with a knock you know a kid, and he's young he's 22 or 3 when he's 27 28 he's my age you can't yeah. take those shots as much anymore and I just think you know you'll get beaten up and I think the Ravens have got a difficult situation because you can't just he's not really your typical he's never going to be your typical pocket passer like a Flacco No, so it's difficult to sort of but my
0: question would be as the league have have, have offences moved on now from that pure prototypical Stand in the pocket, chuck it down the field. Yeah, it. run it up the middle, eye formation. Who knows, yeah. who knows. But this is a Bengals podcast, Nathan. I know we've got all over the shop here. I know, we it. have a bit, but that's that's good. Um we, As I say, we are getting to the business end of the season. It's very unlikely that the Bengals will be at that business end, but we're hoping for some... Some miracles. Some wins. Uh, we've had the miracle in Miami. We're going to have the uh, the uh sensation in Cincinnati. Yeah, there you go. Um, Um, What have I got uh, left to say? Nothing much apart from keep on uh, sending us uh, correspondences uh, at Whoday underscore UK on Twitter and Bengals UK on Facebook. Send me ideas for Nathan's Christmas present. Um, We will have our bumper Christmas uh, episode next week. And honestly, if all goes to plan, it will be an absolute winner. We've got some really special guests popping up uh, through the episode. Uh, it's going to last ages. There's going to be some singing. There's going to be some drinking. We're going to have like friends round. It's going to be a proper sort of cheese and wine. Cheese Bengals wine UK fondue, fondue party. <laughs> but there's going to be no keys in the bowl, I don't think. Um, <laughs> I do another podcast for that kind of thing. Uh, right. All I've got to say is it's a who day from me. And a who day from me. Cheers, guys. We'll see you next week. And it should also be noted that the views and opinions expressed within this podcast do not reflect those of the Cincinnati Bengals organisation.